think the inspiration is kind of what I was just explaining before, that feeling of of creating something that causes a reaction in me, an emotional response. Like it's chasing that feeling. Mm. And, yeah, that's like what I think for any people who really love music and they'll have favourite bands and favourite songs and favourite albums, like of course you love the songs because they're catchy and because the lyrics are cool and it's a sweet guitar solo, whatever, but it's it's really about how it makes you feel and what it makes you remember when you hear it. Like you hear a specific song and it takes you back to a place and you might hear a song and it reminds you of when you were a kid whatever, playing in the backyard. And then I might hear that same song and it reminds me of something completely different. Yeah. And, yeah, I I, I suppose it's that that inspires me. I want to be able to create that for people, for myself, really. Nice. Um, yeah, and like also just making music's fun. I'm Ren McDonald and this is The Hope Initiative a show dedicated to learning about humans on planet Earth, where I speak with everyday people to find moments of success and struggle in their life to help inspire hope in yours. Hello and welcome to The Hope Initiative. Thank you so much for joining me for what is episode number 111 with my brother, Daniel MacDonald. Dan has been on the podcast before episode 41 back in April of 2020. We actually recorded that one on Valentine's Day 2020, so almost three years ago now. And in this episode, I actually didn't have a guest lined up. It's three days before Christmas. I've had a hectic month since getting back from the US and yeah, was left without anyone yesterday and Dan so kindly offered to be a guest which was in contrast to his first time on the podcast but we had a cool chat and I'm stoked to share it with you. Enjoy. Hello. (laughs) Is that what you did last time? Yeah. Nice man. (laughs) I love it. Last night I was like, Dude, I need to find someone for the podcast. I'm going to lose my streak. And then you were like, "Why don't you do me?" Like, oh, I'll chat with you. Like, you were genuinely enthusiastic. And now, you like, can't yeah. be fucked. Yeah. Well, I at the time it was felt like kind of doing a good deed, helping you keep your, keep your streak going. And then today I was. And when the push comes to shove. Yeah, I was at work and I was like, oh yeah, I said I'd do the podcast when I get home. I can't be fucked doing that. <laughs> but not if I'm here now, so. Cool. Yeah. Daniel McDonald, welcome to the Hope Initiative. Times <laughs> times two, second time. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Yeah, man. Thank you uh, for allowing me to continue this streak. This is going to be episode 111 because life's gotten a bit hectic, I think, for everyone. It's three days before Christmas, 2022. Correct. It's going to come out in a few hours, this episode. So, <laughs> you know, right. probably no one will listen to it on this day. I'd better, I'd better say something clever. Hopefully, yeah. But either way, it's keeping the streak of, of creativity alive. And in fact, on that note, there was one tweet I saw today that I really liked that's related to podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's by a guy, Danny Miranda. The Hey Danny Miranda podcast is his podcast. Really good podcaster, creative dude from the US. I think he's based in Austin at the moment. And he says, 
There are over 3 million podcasts out there, but only 8% have 10 plus episodes with at least one episode published in the, in the past week. Great sign for those willing to put in the work. Mm. Yeah. Interesting, hey? It is, yeah. 3 million and only 8% with one in the last week that are over 10 episodes. I think it's like a lot of well, anyone really trying to create something when you have that initial desire or thought to start creating and you have that initial motivation, obviously, yeah, you're going to create things and then once you start to get bogged down with all the things that get in the way, whatever it might be, and you just lose that initial motivation, yeah, it's very easy to just quit or to give up or to just put it off and procrastinate and say, oh, I'm going to do this tomorrow, I'll do it, whatever, I'll start again at some point down the f- in the future. Yeah. And that's kind of part of the reason why I felt like last night when I said, yeah, I'll help you continue to like, keep the streak going because seeing how well you're doing with it in – not in, in a sense of like, in not in a sense of the quality of the podcast. Not that I would know because I don't listen too often, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. But just in the sense of you're constantly working on it and putting it there, and just no matter what excuses you could possibly give, you just go, "I'm fucking doing this. Let's go." Um, and that's like pretty inspiring. And that just goes to show that yeah, not a lot of people out there are willing, or well, not willing, but are able to be that consistent. Yeah, it's tough, hey? Because mm. those sorts of stats would definitely exist in any field, really. Correct. Creative, otherwise, work-related, you know, yeah. failed companies, yeah. projects, people mm. trying to become an athlete, various things. You know, people show up to training three times, people start a diet, 75 hard. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. talked about that a lot on the podcast, something I've done. You've given it two great cracks. Yeah, yeah, well, the first time I... Uh I gave it a pretty good go. I think I, I managed to get 75 photos oh, and I missed the photo at day like 30-odd and then again at day 50-odd. I was only joshing. You did a great yeah. job. But it's just that idea yeah. Yeah. of, yeah, it is hard to be consistent in anything, right? Mm. When we first spoke on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> wanker alert, back in uh, February 2020. Was that episode 45? 41? Damn it. Never eat yellow snow. Mm. Great app. Actually watched that movie where that quote's from. What's the movie? Ice Age. No, not Ice Age. (laughs) Fuck. Um, Monsters Inc. It's when 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 they get banished into the wasteland. Oh, no way. I was sitting there with you when we were watching that. Yeah, the abominable snowman. He's like, comes over and he's like, yeah, snow cones and they're yellow. And he's like... Don't worry, it's lemon. And it's, <laughs> I don't even think he says don't eat yellow snow, but that's just, whenever I say that, that's what I think of. Yeah, right. That movie. We did speak in that first episode uh, and it took me about 10 minutes to get you to pick up that mic that you're currently holding. Correct. To talk. You had been back from England for a few months, maybe six months at the time. Something like that. And yeah. you've been learning guitar over the time and... You've gotten a lot better since then. You've mm. gotten a lot better in that moment from when you initially started. Yep. You've now had your own band for I don't know how long, but maybe you can talk to that. But, you know, we share a space here where we live together uh, in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Yep. I'm on one side of the room doing my <laughs> podcasting, working away, and you're on the other side 
you know, with your all your instruments, your drum kit, couple of guitars. Yeah, pretty cool. You've you've built it out. You built it out, but and it is, it's great. But you know, it's a process, Mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely didn't have this space or all these all these instruments and all this equipment back when we did the first podcast. I'm pretty sure I just had one guitar, no recording gear. But I definitely, what I've always had, even before that, when you uh, interviewed me, that that podcast, I had it even before I knew how to play guitar or even before I'd picked one up initially and decided, yes, I'm doing it, I had, well, I had made the decision before then when I was in Europe. I don't know what it was exactly, but I, I think I just thought to myself, I think probably what it was was that I was over there partying, doing drugs, fucking around for two years and it was awesome it was a really good time had a like had a, a lot of fun a lot of awesome experiences but essentially having wasted in a way two years of my life on those sorts of things on just enjoying it and not really progressing myself or, or learning new things or trying to achieve any goals I felt like I'm so far behind I have I don't really know what I'm doing and I, I, nev- I never have known what I'm doing, but when I came home, and it, before I came home, actually, I, when I was still over there, I was like, I'm going to give guitar a crack. Like I was, a, I had, I could play a little bit. I was a bit of a, no- I was still a novice, but I decided, yeah, I'm going to give it a crack. And then I got home and I just gave it a crack. I'm certainly no superstar now, but I'm playing in a band. I try to write music every single night. I spend out like a few hours several hours a week working on it it's something that you know I look forward to doing when I get home it's like just this creative process and I I really enjoy it and that's yeah it's like I was saying before being consistent with it I feel like I'm able to be consistent with my effort to create new things and to practice and to show up to rehearsal and all these things and that's what has got me to kind of grow as quickly as I have I feel like you know, two years ago I was completely nowhere near being able to play live in, or in a band or anything like that and I just kept on going, taking the next step, just telling myself, just keep fucking going. It's okay, just keep going, just keep going and eventually mm. I got to this point and, yeah, it's pretty cool. It is cool, man. I was there. Oh, I don't think yeah. I was at your first gig. <clears throat> no, you were. I was, yeah. You threw a shoe at me. That's at right, because your band is Shoes Off House. Yes. And uh, I thought that was obviously the funniest thing someone could do at the end of your show <laughs> is throw a shoe yep. at you. wasn't that hard. No, nah, it was fine. I, yeah. I rated it. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully one person listening last. Mum. Hey, Mum. Yeah. You, at that gig, I remember looking at you when the band preview, like opening were playing. Mm-hmm. They were very good. And I think you guys are very good. But they, it wasn't their first gig, and I just remember looking at you, and you were super nervous. Oh yeah, I know when you're nervous. Yeah, and I understand. Like I get nervous playing fucking state three soccer sometimes. Like no <laughs> one gives a shit about that, yeah, except yeah. for like people betting in weird parts of Asia, <laughs> right? But otherwise, you know. But you were, yeah, you were nervous. Talk talk about that, like that first gig in the lead up, because you just said before, like two years ago, you wouldn't have thought. You know, you, you've come a long way and gotten a lot better. But I feel like even in the year or so that we've been living here, like you've progressed so much from mm. having the space and being able to, to practice every day. Yeah. Yeah, well, the first gig was, that's obviously a, a big hurdle, I guess. And like 
a bit of a milestone. Uh, yeah, the band that came on before us was just like a two-piece. It's kind of like blues rock two-piece, I suppose. And they were pretty good. The guitarist was just shredding it, and it was sounded unreal. Two guys, one drummer, one guitarist, and I was just like, "Fuck, what a what an act to follow." Yeah, me like and like I'm in my head. I'm like, man, I'm I suck. I my the things I play are so lame compared to this guy. All these things running through my head, but you know, once you get up there, you just like as soon as you're up there and you start, it's kind of like the outcome doesn't even matter. Like obviously you care and you want to put in a good performance, but you're there and the moment's happening. You just have to get get it done. And sure, like I'll beat myself up about making a mistake here or not feeling like I didn't do my best throughout certain parts, but to be able to have the perspective of, okay, I've got that done and it's not necessarily about getting it perfect. It's just about experiencing that moment, learning from it, doing it the best you can and then moving on and not worrying that, oh, that person's better than me or this person doesn't like it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Did you enjoy the moment? Do you remember? I did. I, yeah. th- I think, yeah, halfway through or halfway through a song, I just had a bit of a moment to stop while I wasn't playing anything and look around and it wasn't a packed house, but it was cool. Lots of my friends around and family. And it was pretty packed, to be fair. Yeah, it was a tiny little venue, but it was a good turnout. Yeah, it was really cool. It was... um. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It was it was cool. Like, yeah, I guess looking back on it now, I've played a few more gigs, and I I just want to do more. I just want to. I'm not really satisfied with playing small shows, and you know, not necessarily being as tight as the band could be, and as well rehearsed as we could be, and having songs that probably most of us aren't super keen on. Yeah, like I want it to be as awesome as it can be. I want to. S- I want every individual in there to feel like when they're playing their part in whatever song we're playing, it's fucking epic. Like it means something to to each of us. And like if that if that is the case, if it does mean something to us all in in that three minute period that you're playing that song, that will be reflected in the performance and in the way it's received. And yeah, it'll it'll be awesome for everyone involved. Yeah. It's cool looking at you talking about it like you're I don't know, sort of seeing where your mind goes. It's I don't know if I make any sense. No, you do, I, you do, but like I your eyes have so sense. much intention in them, which is cool. Mm. Like it's clearly something that you love. I'm the only one looking at you obviously right now. We're not filming this. No, we're not. But uh, <laughs> no, it is, it is cool. I think, I don't know, that desire to push, we've spoken about it many times. I think for a long time in your life, you were a bit directionless. Mm-hmm. It seems like this is very much a thing that, you love and yeah, yeah we'll spend a lot of time doing you're up here you've got a bunch of equipment probably don't know how all of it works because at times like you told me the other day you're unplugging things and you're fucking swearing at it yeah. and it's like what is going on yeah. and i get it too sometimes like even the programs that i use sometimes to edit the audio like sometimes it like one button just it's not it doesn't work like it's it's i don't know grayed out i can't click right. on it and I have to just, I, don't, I have no idea why. Yeah. And I've Googled it. Yeah, sometimes like, I haven't my, done a tutorial. Sometimes my, yeah, it'll just, no sound will be coming out of the speakers. I won't hit, like, it'll just completely shut down and I have to reset. I'm like, well, that makes no fucking sense. But, like, I think, sure, errors occur, but for probably both of us, I obviously I know for me, I just started with a very basic, that blue machine over there. 
It's like a... Oh, yes, the Blue Machine, bluemachine.com. Yes, it's like an old 90, 1990s eight-track recorder for anyone who gives a shit. Yeah, and I started with that and learnt how to record into that, so I started recording basic guitar parts, and then I bought this guitar looper pedal that had some drum tracks on it, and yeah, I just learnt how to record into that just by fucking around with it, by pressing buttons until it started working. Yeah. Until I start, until it was recording, and... It was a long process, and then I eventually upgraded to like a. I got a laptop and a, a bit more of a professional setup, I guess. But yeah, I, I still don't really know what I'm doing. It's like looking like now that I can get up here and just confidently start a session and start recording an idea within 30 seconds. Like that's kind of amazing because I've never done have had any te- like lessons or even really watched any YouTube videos. I just started doing it and just figured it out. I think something in that in in just throwing yourself into things like if you've got the passion and desire and the willingness to commit your time you can learn how to fucking do anything if you just trial and error trial and error like fuck up fail be willing to be shit Mm. for as long as it takes to become not as shit (laughs) you do that enough eventually you'll be like me not that shit not a superstar (laughs) but you'll We'll just keep going. Just slowly edge right on the spectrum of not shit yeah. or shit to like Julian Casablanca. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> what's the, what's his band again? I fucking forget. The Strokes. In the, the Strokes, one of your favourite bands, right? Yeah, yeah. I spent a long time, even still, trying to rip off songs of theirs. And that was good. Like, just that's something I, in the early days, even though it still is early days, but when I first started recording, I would just listen to one of their songs, work out how to play the parts and go, cool, I'm taking a lot of these parts right now and going to do my own thing. But it would end up sounding similar or have a similar vibe, but you inevitably do some things that are slightly different and you learn that, okay, I can do this and this, even though I copied that from them, okay, I know that move works. And then you eventually you just come up with your own style and kind of things and it's, yeah, it's like a constantly evolving thing. You just add more strings to your bow you've learned that i can go from this chord to this chord to this chord and whatever like yeah it's it's kind of easy in a way (laughs) like once you have the once you have all these moves and ideas and like things you can do it is easy to create stuff yeah you just have to be willing to do it to get in the mode and just force yourself to create it right and other, sometimes it's easy to create because it just you have an idea and it just flows, or you don't have an idea but you just play something and it just evolves on its own so naturally. Yeah. And other times you just spend an hour fucking around trying to make something that you think is going to be cool and it just sounds dog shit. But <laughs> it doesn't even matter if it is dog shit because, in my mind, you've got to you've got to just lay the ideas out there, get them out, and create room for new ones inside your mind or in your head or wherever yep. you get you have an idea you put it out there or you don't have any ideas and you just get whatever's in your head whatever thoughts you're having whatever thing you're playing and you you get it out there great now there's space for more and you just keep on creating and keep on going and it's yeah you have these moments where like the you'll have an idea for a song. Well, yeah, for me, it's I have an idea for a song and I can hear it clearly of ha- like or feel how I want it to how I want it to feel, how I want it to make me feel. Mm. Like I've got this one song, like a demo, and I want I wanted it to sound like a stroke song. 
but I didn't want it to be a complete rip-off, obviously. But I spent a long time trying to get it to be like their song but also be unique, and I managed to just... I've stumbled upon it and it worked out. And in my mind, I've got it exactly how I wanted it. And I feel like when you get those moments, you can, I can literally feel the endorphins or whatever good feeling chemicals get released in your brain. Dopamine. Dopamine. You can feel it flowing through your body when you achieve that thing that you were after. Yep. And it's, there's literally like it's an awesome feeling. And, you know, it's great being able to sometimes stumble upon those moments myself on my own. But it's even better. I imagine it's even better doing it in a group and, you know, creating something that all four or five of the individuals feel that towards and then even more so doing that and then sharing it with fans or sharing it with the world and then people hearing it and feeling the same thing or not even necessarily feeling the same feeling that you do but having their own attachment to it. And, yeah, that's that's what I, I want to do. I'm, I'm desperate to do it. I mean, I am doing it. Like this is – I'm right now I'm in the process of fucking doing it. Yeah. And I'm just going to keep doing it until I'm dead and whatever whatever happens, happens. Nice, man. It's, it's cool. I love that. I think – you know, you you talk about Julian Casablanca and the Strokes and wanting to emulate them. I mean, I always listen to The Falls. The Falls. I just <laughs> literally butchered my own favourite band's names. The Strokes. Falls. You know, as, as inspiration. For you, where else does that come from? I know you've started getting a few books recently of, like, old school artists. But, There's like, that those practices, yeah, where do you, you know, get that from? As in, like, inspiration to write songs or, I mean, yeah, yeah like, other art, like other bands. Like, I've been listening to Fontaine's DC, uh, uh, an Irish band. Yeah. Pretty cool. I mean, lots, lots of, obviously, I listen to lots of music. Uh, I don't know. I think the inspiration is kind of what I was just explaining before, that feeling of, of creating something that c- causes a reaction in me an emotional response, like it's chasing that feeling. Mm. And, yeah, that's like what I think for any people who really love music and they'll have favourite bands and favourite songs and favourite albums, like of course you love the songs because they're catchy and because the lyrics are cool and it's a sweet guitar solo, whatever, but it's, it's really about how it makes you feel and what it makes you remember when you hear it. Like you hear a specific song and it takes you back to a place and you might hear a song and it reminds you of when you were a kid, whatever, playing in the backyard. And then I might hear that same song and it reminds me of something completely different. Yeah. And, yeah, I I, in, I suppose it's that that inspires me. I want to be able to create that for people, for myself, really. Nice. Um. Yeah, and like also just making music's fun. Yeah. And just creating stuff. Like other than that, I, I'm a window cleaner. I mean, that's that's cool. Doing a good job cleaning windows is all right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'd rather just keep creating other th- other things than clean windows. Yeah, yeah. Well, you are and you, you will. I mean, it is the process of, yeah, pushing through whatever mental blockages – 
literal physical blockages based on the equipment that you're using and your ability or inability to operate it. But one thing that you've also come up against recently, which you may not want to talk about, but maybe we can, mm-hmm. is just your band members. Mm-hmm. And you sort of alluded to it a little bit before in terms of, you know, maybe not everyone being on the same page in terms of how they feel about, you know, maybe whether it's certain songs or certain parts that they play. Yeah. But how has that been, yeah, so challenging for you? Well, I mean, I'm, it's still pretty early days, I feel like, and this is the only band I've ever been in, so I don't necessarily have much of a reference point. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I guess, like, just realising that it's not, like, I'll have an idea or we'll be playing, we'll be jamming on something and I'll, I'll be like, oh, this song wants to go this way. Mm. And that's how it sounds in my head. And then, but then there's four, there's three other people and they... Either they some they might agree on which way it needs to go, or they we all disagree, yeah. or we all think it could whatever. It's just like managing that and finding a way to, yeah, to I suppose make everyone happy, but also have the best creation you can have. And then, in terms of like other like it's, I don't know. With what was the question again? <laughs> Just like how are you finding dealing with the band? I mean, yeah. like you said there, you've got an idea of where it wants to go one way mm. and maybe everyone has their own opinion. I don't know if you know how like the Strokes do it or how the best or biggest bands in the world mm. work through that creative process. Maybe you've heard people speaking in interviews about how they manage that. I've got no idea. I could riff on that as a concept of yeah. how it comes to be. Like yeah. maybe the front man leads it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, for us, it's it's still very early days, but I mean, I find myself like I've just tonight I finished a demo to something we jammed on. I just recorded it all on my like at home and sent through the demo that I came up with myself at home. You sent it through to them, yeah. And uh, like in my mind, it's like cool. There's a demo. We should all learn it. That learn how to play it the way I my my image of it, mm. and then build on it from there. Uh, and yeah, I, I guess that's probably it one way to do it but I think lots of bands do it differently like maybe some bands will have one guy who's really the the mastermind behind it all and he or she will just pretty much do everything and kind of direct everyone else on how to play things and obviously it goes to the other end of the spectrum where there'll be bands who are just all each individual will just do their thing Mm -hmm. and it comes together or maybe it doesn't come together whatever but the challenge is just is for, for us or for any new band is finding out what works for us right? in terms of style and in terms of songwriting process. It's a good point. Yeah. And I suppose like for me at the moment, a little bit like I'm really wanting to just keep things moving, keep things going and I'm kind of finding that I'm getting frustrated at home because I'm not rehearsing and feel like I'm not rehearsing enough with the band and doing enough or I'm not doing enough to satisfy me. So... I mean, I'm I'm literally not because I'm not satisfied. So, have there been periods that you have been satisfied? Yeah, yeah. I, I, when when we first started, when I first started playing with these guys, it was it was awesome, and that's partly. Be- I mean, it's all because it was a new thing. I'd never jammed with anyone before, and um, yeah, we'd catch up once a week and be able to play one and a half songs, and to me that was unreal. Mm. Like I would come home and I'd be buzzing, and whereas now. Maybe we'll go to rehearsal and someone won't be there because they're sick for whatever reason or something. 
and we'll play the whole set list and then jam on a few other songs and like really it does go pretty well compared to what I was doing a year or a year and a bit ago but you know just I just feel like it could be more I just want it to be moving a bit more forward yeah you know, that's I'm impatient I guess in, in a way but so then in your own world like what do you do do you are you cognizant of like having a daily or a weekly practice I know you are up here a lot mm. but how much do you think about oh I've got to do this a day because I know for me like I'm in many ways like very methodical about that like mm. I've fucking got this whiteboard behind me with like these things where I've you know, it's really just a visual reminder of like, hey, you've got to do these things each day, yeah. even though there are boxes to check, but I don't like to make things like that necessarily. Yeah. But like one of them is like post, you know, or do do something on the podcast every day, yeah. whether that's guest outreach or, you know, creating something for social media or literally having a conversation. Mm-hmm. For you, do you have things like that or is it more just like, oh, whenever inspiration hits, you get up here and you know you've got to try and do it every day, but... Yeah, maybe uh, you don't if you're feeling a bit tired or something. I mean, there's days where I don't come up, but they're pretty infrequent. I, but I'm I'm less methodical than you. I I'm more just I just come up here and I I go. I pick my guitar up. I turn my thing on. Turn my gear on and and like either I'll have something that I'm working on. I've got to a point now where I've probably got close to a hundred songs that are more like some are very much completed. Others are just like one guitar part with some drums, whatever, and they're all varying degrees of completion. But, yeah, I have I just come up here and I start. I, I put my guitar on and I start playing something. And, yeah, it's just, again, it's just like making, like getting whatever ideas are in my head or in my hands and getting them out. Mm. And I suppose I could probably be more efficient if I was a bit more methodical. Uh, but I don't know. I, I like it that way. I like having it laid back. But, you know, I keep myself accountable. I, I'm, when I'm out all day, all I'm thinking about is thinking about, like, oh, what about maybe this guitar part will work here or maybe if I did something like this on this song or, oh, I'll hear something in my head and I'll start singing it to my girlfriend, Jess, and, like, you ask her, she'll tell you that all I ever fucking talk about is my music. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It's, I just get up here and I start. It's, it's good, man. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've made a lot of progress myself since we've been living here in the past year and a bit. I observe that in you as well. And I remember having a conversation with you and s- saying something along the lines of like, we'll never have a better time to do mm. the things we want to do than right now. Like we both don't have kids. You know, we have the time to do these things Mm -hmm. and like I sort of was saying at the start of this I wanted to get an episode out today to maintain the streak and as silly as that may seem like maintaining momentum is very important Mm -hmm. and I did an episode where it was really just myself talking and I put in a few like best of bits essentially around like episode 73 so this is like this is like six months ago now I was thinking on the way home today, I was like, maybe I could just tell him to do like a recap of the year. and I might do that next week because (laughs) it's the last Thursday of the year. Fair enough. But obviously we're already recording this now, so you're sucked in. (laughs) Unless you start swearing or something. bullshit. But it's like momentum is so important to maintain. And that's why it's like I've got 
one of the things on that whiteboard is like how many episodes of our release like what's the streak mm. i think at the moment it says 31 but i might not have updated it so it's roughly like in the low 30s but it's just about like keeping that mm. and you know the footballers always say it as a cliche you know we've got to take it one game at a time but really it is literally just about like one episode at a time yeah one guest one song one session and then I mean, you, can, you can you maintain that and they start to stack and yeah. then you you get better you build that momentum you can right? you can make it even like they don't have to necessarily be such big steps. Like for some people, doing a whole podcast episode or writing a whole song is a big deal. And for me, it's, it's a big deal for me. It's a big deal for you. But it can be as simple as if you're trying to learn an instrument, for example, learn the guitar. It's like, okay, pick it up for five minutes and play. Yeah. Today. Good. And then you've done that. And it's just like keep, exactly like you said, keep the momentum going. Just like keep yourself accountable. And yeah, to... Yeah, Seth Godin, the goat of marketing. I love him. He has this concept in his book, This Is Marketing, the smallest viable audience. Mm -hmm. So the idea of like if you, I mean, it's it can be applied to anything, company, band, podcast, whatever. Mm. What is the smallest audience that you need for this project to be viable? And that's the baseline. So like really for me, I don't really check the downloads on this much at all, mm -hmm. right? People often ask me, like, "Oh, how much do you, how much do you make from the podcast?" Like, <laughs> someone asked me that today, like, "How much money have you made from the podcast?" And I said, "Mate, <laughs> let me tell you." Oh shit! I know it's funny, right? And that's that's understandable. Yeah, that's that's where yeah. people's minds go. It's it's not much money at all. It's zero, by the way. We <laughs> <laughs> made zero of the dollars for this, but I do it because Wait, you I mean love I'm it. Not getting paid for this. You're not getting paid? Yeah. How come I didn't get a gun? <laughs> Did you get a gun? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's a movie line, folks. Daniel's very good at them. <laughs> Better than me. God damn it. But it's the idea of the audience that you need. Now, if no one was listening to the podcast, maybe I wouldn't keep doing it. Mm. But I do enjoy these conversations and yeah. that's ultimately the point of it. For you, you know, not that many people are listening to your music yet and all no that you've one. talked about thus far is wanting to create that feeling for yourself but then to share that with others and mm -hmm. create whatever that feeling is for them, which I think is great. Yeah. You know, I think you need to get your stuff on Spotify, put your music out there. You know that. Yeah. You know you need to do that. I think you even have like a private Spotify, like some pseudo fucking account a, where you can listen to your own music on Spotify. I have a SoundCloud that I upload SoundCloud. my things on that I so I can practice singing or think of yeah. lyrics for songs that don't have words yet, etc. It's great. But I think another thing that Seth says is like, unless you ship something, right, unless you put it out there, mm. your art, in fact, I should get this quote. It's down in my room. Let me just get it. Sure. Really good. We'll be right back. You can do a little sing a song and I'll. Um... Old MacDonald had a farm. Yeah, All right, so we're back. I've got this quote. Sort of lost exactly where I was from, but I know I need to read this quote. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've said this on the podcast before. It might have even been after the episode that we recorded. But I did listen to that recently. So anyway, here it is. This is from Seth. 
Art is a human act, the desire to do something new, something generous, something that might not work. If you don't ship your art, ship meaning like put it out into the world, mm-hmm. then it's not art yet in brackets. Because until your work collides with someone, it has a chance to change. It's simply a hobby. Mm. So he wrote that directly to me in response to a question that I put in this forum. Oh, really? Yeah, which I think is pretty cool. Like I've got that, that printed out in my right, room. So that's a direct message to you. It's First it, time he's it, ever said that. It was in a public forum, but yeah, okay. he wrote, he was basically like, I don't know where this quote is that you're looking for, but Can you read here's the, something. Say that, read the last part of it. Yep. If it's not art, it's a hobby, something, something. Yeah. So because until your work collides with someone, it has a chance to change. It's simply a hobby. Mm. So exactly what you were saying yeah. in terms of what the, the feeling that you want to create in the world, yeah. you're not giving yourself that chance at the moment. No, definitely not. And I feel until you do that and get direct feedback, someone's calling your music shit, mum telling you it's great, someone else telling you it's great, Whatever the feedback's going to be, you know, you'll still progress, but maybe you'll progress a little faster. And you clearly, you clearly want to. Mm. So I'm only saying that and essentially calling you out on that in terms of like, dude, you play great music. Yeah. Okay. Are you at the level of Julian Casablanca or, yeah. you know, Yanis yeah. Villapakis? Maybe not. <laughs> but these are the two lead singers that I know in the world. <laughs> but... You know, you can potentially get there, but, you know, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Putting it out there and giving it a chance. Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree. And that's probably the main reason why I'm getting frustrated in the current situation I'm in. And not, I, I don't think it's, it's not because my band members, my bandmates aren't, it's not through a lack of effort from the, on their part. Like they're, they're great. Yeah. Like not only are they a lot more experienced than me in terms of playing more shows and they've done been in other bands that have things on Spotify, whatever, like they've been doing it for a fair while, but it's it's a great group and we're we're trying to create something together and it's awesome. But, yeah, I, I suppose because I've written a bunch of demos myself and then came into this band thinking, okay, cool, I'll be able to sing some of my songs on this and then initially that was not necessarily going to be the case and now... We're at this point where maybe it could be the case where I could sing some of mine, and it's just I don't know. I'm I'm like in this funny period where, yeah, where I I don't I don't know. Beep up boop. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a robot. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what you need to do is get a song on Spotify. Yeah, I I don't even know if that will like that will feel good, but it, I I want it to. I want my I want the music to make me feel things. Yeah, like I'm not I, I'm not saying just yeah. any old song, but at the same time, like you you're not just going to release one. Like I don't think you want a one hit wonder, right? No. And you're probably not going to do that if you release one in the next year. But it's the idea of just like putting it out there and getting feedback. Yeah. Like I was shitting myself when I did my first podcast with Mum. Mm. I've told this to a few people, and now I listen back and it's it's great. I don't sound that nervous. Mm. But it was also my first one. Mm. And one thing that I realised earlier today when I was thinking about having this conversation was that I remember saying, Daniel MacDonald, welcome, finally, to the Hope Initiative. (laughs) Right? Yeah. 
but I don't know when I started doing that. And maybe that was the first episode. I could probably go back and find out. I was in first time you introduced the podcast. Podcast as yeah, and oh, now right. I do it all the time. But oh, I, you're welcome. At some point, <laughs> maybe it was you, maybe it wasn't. I will find out and give kudos where kudos is due. But like my point in just bringing that up is just like through shipping and through just the practice of of doing it, mm. I got better. Yeah. And I think that's a cool way to start it now, obviously, because that's what I do. Yeah. You know, people yeah. might think I'm a dickhead, but those people probably don't listen. And also this podcast isn't for them. Yeah. So that's great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I can't really argue with uh, you suggesting I get some music out there. It's, it's, I mean, I can tell you how it takes time and it, there's lots of things involved. Like we're the sh- like shoes off house. We are uh, very close to releasing our first single, actually. Perfect. Plug away. Yeah, that's it. We're very close to releasing our first single, hopefully within the early months of next year. And that's good. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. hopefully it just keeps on rolling. Hopefully we can just pump out the songs and pump out the gigs, get some fans, get some people into places where we are playing, get some good feelings and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice dude. I'm very excited about it, can you tell? <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. I'm excited to see what comes. Like the progress, as we've said, in the past couple of years has been great. I feel like we've both made really great progress this year. For you, I don't know if like a New Year's resolution's ever been something that's been on your radar, but we briefly spoke before about seventy five hard. Mm. And it's been something that's, I think, like helped me a lot in my life. Sorry, this chair is very noisy. Freaky chair. <laughs> super, super professional podcast studio here in uh, the McDonald household. Fucking average. But uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's your studio, mate. <laughs> but what, what was I saying? <laughs> I can't even remember. Normally I'm really no, good 70, at remembering. 75 what you, Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this, we've had no preparations for this. That's I good. Yeah. It's all real conversations, live, live and in the moment. Yeah. So it instilled more discipline in me. I was already someone who was relatively systematic, can just fucking go with the flow mm. at the best of times, but it's helped me a lot and I feel very driven to do some pretty big things, I think, in 2023. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you think like that or have any goals or plans you just talked about releasing a song in the early months hopefully that's like in the first one maybe yeah. two months yeah that would be cool I don't see why it wouldn't be but yeah what are you hoping you know for next year and maybe in the next two to three years if we you know look back on what the last three years were like with that first podcast episode maybe we do a third one of these one day mm. in a professional studio or hey yeah I'll get a creaky chair though, make sure. Absolutely. Because I yeah. think the last time we did this, I was on a creaky chair as well. No, you're on that little thing in the window. Uh, sitting at the house that's no longer there. True. It got knocked down. House that is no longer there. It got fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, goals for the new year. Or just the next sort of period of time as well. Yeah, I, I just, I want to continue the grind and I want to, I think to be in a successful band, which is what I want more than anything... I mean, successful could mean lots of things, but for me it means productive. It means being on the same page about what kind of music we want to make and very actively making that music together. 
with purpose, like with the purpose to play it live to people or to release an EP or to release an album. Mm. So I want to, I want to get that 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 group of people, whether it be the band I'm in now, whether it be a new thing, whatever. I I really want that, and that's kind of like the most important thing for me is having the people to do it with, who are just as motivated and as see like see it see it the way I do. Yeah. Yeah. Because for the most for the most part, I'm going to be in a rehearsal studio with these people, and there's going to be ninety nine percent ninety nine percent of the time. It's not going to be magic. It's not going to be working and beautiful. But if we're, if everyone's on the same page and has the desire, and the willingness to commit, and just the drive to create and hunt for those moments of magic, then in a way, it's always going to be fun. It's always going to be beautiful because we're just all in it together. Love it, bro. Yeah, I don't know if I could say it any better than that. Yeah, no, it was good. I won't try. <laughs> that was great, man. We should probably wrap this up then, hey? This has been... We can keep going. This has been cool. If you, if you want to, I don't mind. Well, I mean... I don't know, yeah. No, it's, it's been great. I've, I've enjoyed it. I think we could keep going. You could tell me about your feelings on Christmas. Christmas is in three days. Fuck me, Christmas. I... Jeez. I mean... He's a Grinch, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, just... I have to go places where I don't want to go. People plan my days for me. I have to buy things. Oh, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Do you like seeing family, though? You see them most weekends, I mean, anyway. I love my family, but I wouldn't... I mean, yeah, I guess I like seeing them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> Everyone who listens to this is going to be in the future, so, you know. <laughs> the future. <sighs> the future. <laughs> yeah, so Christmas is great. Uh, maybe you just need to become a dad and then be able to do shit yourself. I was saying this before. You need to stop talking to my missus about me becoming a dad. I mean, she wants kids, so. <laughs> oh, you think I don't it's fucking just pretty, know that. a pretty natural conversation that comes up. This can't go on the pod. It probably, it probably is. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you said this last time as well. I don't think any of this is usable. We'll have to restart. Yeah. It's all not usable. Any final thoughts? Before we go, things I haven't prompted with, you know, a um, question. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't really come into this really with anything to say. I just started rambling suddenly about my music and that's what we went went with. Yeah, so, no, I realise. Um, I think if I continue to ramble, it'll just make even less sense than what it makes now. So it's probably best I don't. All right. We'll wrap it there, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, brother. <laughs>
do all of that, check out Dan's band. I've linked that in the show notes, Shoes Off House, and I'll update the link when they do release that song early next year. Also, next year we'll be releasing some more stuff to do with the podcast, video stuff, a new website, and a monthly email. So stay tuned for that. And as always, keep creating your life and all the very best.